What's good, people who live in the world and out of the world? How we doing today? Positive vibes from this side of the earth, as <laughs> always. Man, we going to try to get it in, get it in good, get it in great. We got our one take, out. one take, Jake, Drake, Jake, whatever. This is say, but that's the rapper, Wait. right? One take, Drake, Jake. Take. One take Jake. Yeah. Uh, one take Jake. Yeah. Uh, I just heard. I never knew that was a rapper. I just heard. I don't know. Just yeah, I heard heard him the other day. I was like, mm. Good rap. Mid. Mid. Mid tier level. Oh, that's, that's, Mid. That's some good rap, right? There. <laughs> <laughs> that's Dulcie the best you're gonna get. <laughs> Dulcie and Gabbana. Dulcie and Gabbana. So yeah, we're gonna start off with um, a very tragic situation that happened. Uh, it was this week, right? Mm-hmm. Earlier uh, this week no, yeah, yeah, or last week. week? No, it was this week. It was probably like one or two days ago. Well, technically last week, didn't it? Yeah, but anyway, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, Very true, though. Very true. From what I got from this story, what was it? A white guy um, just conjured up a plan to kill some black people. Um, and from the the ages, they were elderly black people, right? Um, it was like yeah. the ranges were like the youngest person was like maybe 30. The oldest person was uh, 72 or 88, something. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. Slow town. Slow mm-hmm. town, man. That's a good goddamn So, you know, obviously we know that um, he got, he didn't get away, but, you know, he still has his life. Uh, was able to be walked out of the was it a supermarket right the supermarket mm-hmm. and you know rested and set his gun down put his hands up facts so this is a recurring issue and it's just would you say it's a way of life now it's a way of life uh, a way of life of what as yeah. far as like you know, when situations like this happen, you know it's just you know, <clears throat> as far as it's gonna be recurring, it's gonna be the same thing. Yeah. Nothing's gonna change. In America, probably yeah. Not much we could do about that. <sighs> yeah, consistently mass shootings. The yeah. consistency of it, because you know the, the anomaly is always the the it's, one you can't control, but. The consistency of how many people actually do uh, mass shootings every year, and mm. technically nobody talks about it. Cause it's what it's like, crazy. and you don't. And this one, uh, my bad to cut you off, but this one barely started making news. It happened, uh, I wouldn't say a while ago, but probably like a good maybe week or so oh, ago, yeah. and it didn't surface on the news. I, I like barely surface on the More just uh, partly gather stuff. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, when I'm walking out, my dad's watching the news, and I'll pause for like five seconds, and then I gotta go. So yeah. I just shake my head and just go and make out my day. But it's sad. It's it's ultimately sad. Uh, uh, he live streamed it on Twitch. Um, mm. Some people saw the video. Um, Ottawa the game. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just crazy. It is what I'm I'm more upset about is just how come the cops that you know shoot black people 
are I don't just say shoot black people are quick to fire are never there when situations like this happen. Like what? Where is that guy uh, during this situation? Why isn't he there? Well, I'd be I'd even go as far as saying, you know, it's to the point where the the terrorist knows like. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm they're like, not gonna yeah, shoot me. I'm like, I'm All not I gotta gonna do, do is put my gun down, put my hands up. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna shoot me. Black people with their mm-hmm. hands up, no gun, get gunned down. Because as as far as him thinking of, I'm going to commit this act. I'm sure he's thinking of the con. He um, strategically thought out the consequence too, of how you know charges he's going to get. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, Stuff like that, how they're gonna detain him. He, he, I'm sure he knows. Oh yeah, he probably thought of everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then just another like racism. White people try to, well, you guys are let it go. No, it's happening right now. It's still happening. Racism and yeah, and then people like are still targeting them, targeting us just because we're black. Like no other reason. This is it's it's insanity, honestly. Yeah. To there was no... look at somebody and because you're darker than me and you represent something else other than yeah. me, you must die. And it's, you literally have to be stem, uh, steaming with hate if you drive two hours. Mm. Two hours to take, to shoot up predominantly black neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know, a, a grocery store in a predominantly black neighborhood. Yeah. Like you something evil has to be brewing within you because you know niggas niggas and this is no comparison but niggas be horny but after like I was saying like probably a couple minutes into that 2 hour drive you it's not that deep. <laughs> But Nigga, and, you passed that McDonald's around the corner. You be yeah. like, yeah, you know what a Big Mac. But to be I like, solve my problem. I'm going to take some people's life today, some black people's life. Like, you a hell spawn. Yeah. Like, and there's nothing. And if there was something worse, I could call you. I I would call you that, cause that's that's crazy to me. How can you sit there and let that brew? Inside of your heart, I feel like I honestly I'd go as far as say kill yourself, kill yourself. If you want to kill somebody, kill yourself instead of taking people who had something to live for, who had people, you know, looking forward to them making it home, yeah. seeing them, loved ones, friends, family, all that. It's just like I'm tired of the bullshit and like when is it gonna stop? And that's a small errand too. Like, you got to think about how it affects the person. Yeah. Like, for the people that were, like, 30s, 40s, 50s. It's an everyday and their thing. Wife, yeah, yeah, their, their wife, their significant other, or their family sent them on a grocery trip. And now they're never coming back as if they were sent to war. Like, that doesn't make, that doesn't make sense why mm-hmm. our lives have to become these... Like every every facet of our life has to become a, a fight for life. Yeah, just so existing, right? And some people don't even believe that this is considered a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> you literally had gun. Uh, uh, I heard he had a nigger riding on a gun, written like uh, scratch on the gun. Mm-hmm. So, and then there's a video of him 
going up to a white person, pointing a gun back to the shooter, but then saw that she was white, and then, oh, sorry. But, uh, it's literally targeted. That's a terrorist attack. And mm, They're not going to label him as a terrorist. Yeah. And they always just, I bet they try to plead insanity. It's the same, same old same story. Yeah, same and it's story. crazy because they'll look at the white person's background and be like, oh, he, oh yeah, he was there's such no a good, signs. Yeah. Such a good person. But they'll look at the black person's background. He got four tickets. Yeah. Or he, he had a, a bag of weed on him. Like that, so that determines yeah, the that black signs away his life. Yeah, the black person gets killed. They try to slander our names. Once mm. we're gone, to try and add validation to the reason we why, yeah. Oh, he, he must have been irate. He must have been this. Like, this is crazy. Man. Remember when um, Trayvon Martin yeah. happened, and like weeks after, they were like, "Well, if you look at his Facebook posts, like, and it was like a photo of him just like he had his middle fingers up." And they were saying that he had been yeah. caught like smoking weed before. The kid hasn't. What is he a delinquent now? Like you just sign up? Yeah. They were just I like he was most. At, the thing that killed me around that time was, I think it was, I think it was Fox News or uh, we were watching something, and then they had said, oh, and he was he was most likely affiliated with gangs, so maybe. Not to say, and they they were really quick, like, not to say him dying was a good thing, but maybe it prevented other things. I was like, yeah, you know what? All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, to try and... I do remember that. Yeah, that was crazy. That was, that was like, that's the... We literally digged insulting. up. Yeah, they throw yeah. dirt on his grave. Yeah. And it's just, it's... This is a lot. this is and you are and and you're a coward, bro. Like you literally come in there with some armor on. That lets me know you're a coward. You walk yeah. into an area where no one has the same weapon as you. No one even has a weapon. People are at peace, and you just start using your weapon. And like, do you do you feel like a warrior or a soldier? Because you're certainly not. You're not a martyr at, at any. You're literally worse than nothing. That's that's, that's so stupid to me. I feel like death to individuals like this is too good for them. Honestly, it's uh, it's too good. Just put them through hell. Like I say, the worst thing you could do to someone is put them through hell while they're alive instead of relieving them from that. Why? I think that person should spend have to spend the rest of his life giving every single paycheck he ever makes, every single bit of money he ever makes to the families that he ruined. Man. Make him want to kill him. Make him work. I just I see it. Yeah. Make, make him, him work for the culture that he despises. Make so him want to refuse to live because... Yeah. Ever, man, see my mentality, I'd been like, look, even if he were for that, yeah, put that on there on top of that. Slut that motherfucker out. I don't give a damn that you being turned cheek to cheek to any motherfucker that wants it. You gonna be a slut, nigga. I wanna tattoo that shit on your forehead. You gonna walk around with a sign, bitch ass nigga. I'm sorry. You did some bitch shit, you need to be treated like a bitch. That's what I was saying. Like, fuck that turn the other cheek shit. I know, like. Fuck that neuter this nigga on top of that. 
cut this nigga's new. No seed from him alive. You can't even taste pussy, nigga. I'm sorry, you can't. It's too good for you. You deserve less. Everything got a sexual angle with this nigga. You know what? <laughs> Rob him of his manhood. He being lost and doing this shit. Take it further away. Yeah, Fuck bro. this shit. I'm all sorry. in all, y'all, we... I'm I not mean, supposed to condone these actions, but some motherfuckers need it. Just, yeah. They need to be like Reek off a of Game of it's Thrones. The, and the community as a whole. <laughs> Make we, him Reek. We don't have anywhere to go. No, I don't want to feel sorry for this. Thing. Nah, nah. I don't, feel sorry for Reek. <laughs> nah. But look, she different from Reek and this nigga. Reek didn't go out on a killing spree. This mm. nigga went on a killing spree. Mm. For still, no, with innocence. <laughs> Mail it to his daddy too. Do the Reek treatment. Right. And told him. Every day, I'm going to keep on coming back and torturing you until you set the name called Reek. Ever since then, his sister came up to him. Your name is so... No, I'm Reek. I'm Reek. You see? Leave me alone with that name. I don't know that name. <laughs> Put that nigga through that type of torture. Believe they did it to, They did that experiment before in the past in military. Start doing it to motherfuckers like this. Guarantee you will stop a lot. What these niggas don't like is they think jail's a kickback. That makes us no better than him, though. It's not but that. At this point, like, Be- with bloodshed brings change. I'm not saying bloodshed, but I'm saying a consequence that's less feeling great with these individuals because they prepared to go to jail and they prepared to lose their life because both is too good. It's a kickback. You're either relieved from seeing the consequences you die, and one, yeah, you're facing it, but who's going to fucking torture you? They're going to give you a jail that's going to probably people who are like-minded as you, as they do for these I'm, individuals. I'm so it's like, the... it's all a kickback. There needs to be a, a consequence that make this not be the to-go-to card, even though in the second issue is what I've got is these white incels that are doing it. But the thing about that is that consequence is not going to make other people not want to do it. They're going to be willing. And then think about it this way. You're adding more validity to the action. Because Uh if you're torturing them and they're going through all this for what they did, then they will at some point feel like a martyr. They will at some point feel like they're being punished for... They're not going to admit that it was a crime. But they'll feel like they're being punished for doing what they thought was right. I don't even. And see that's that. how you create a martyr. But that's uh, a that would be a martyr of self satisfaction, though. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say martyrs normally is like a you know godly. Whether it be of self satisfaction or of because he, think, to he the thinks what he already thinks what he did is right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's no change. But that him. means other people that think like him. Which one martyr gives well, rise to I don't this. see there's a I don't at this point I don't see that to there's get tortured? A, yeah, there's nothing yeah. there's, there's no none that's great, torturing you. Like, oh, I'm Prison being is not no torturing for only to me the people. only thing is like the people always just try to top each other. That's the only mm-hmm. thing. And plus the fact that he he gets to have his name continuously out is a uplift now because like y'all said, he social media this. So he wants to be recognized. It's like, so yeah. wipe the name clean from a slate. Die nameless. Sorry, you don't deserve a grave. You, it's too good for you. You don't deserve nothing that gives you recognition. You deserve to be the forgotten. 
at this point in your own hellhole that no one will never remember you. Your name should be excommunicated out of your family's life. You are forgotten. I just don't see there being a a other side to the coin. Because, I mean, there's nothing, though, like, you know, it'll make us no better than them. What, What else can we do, you know? There's people that are, like Anthony said, if there's no consequences, there's no reason to even stop people thinking like let me do this or i could do it too mm-hmm. you know they're already in a set mindset to where it's like they know they're not going to get gunned down by the cops mm-hmm. who honestly should this person has a weapon because you've seen mm-hmm. the difference from the guy who was shooting white people in las vegas versus the guy who shot strictly black people the guy got shot for white people shooting white people got shot True. The one who shot niggas. He alive. That's what I'm saying. There's no... And you... People... These kids are now able to get access. And unfortunately, these are becoming... These young ones are become... Are involuntary celibates, as you see. In the white community. They're kids who have not got taste of pussy in their life. Uh, Honestly, you see... Let, bro, let's, nah, let's take but, the sexual aspect out of it. But besides that, besides that, even though I'm just highlighting what I'm seeing, start it's observation at this point. But, <laughs> but, less to say, but this right here, it needs to be greater consequences because people are analyzing our justice system, how lean it is. People are knowing this. They're going to do their homework. They know that if you're white, you get an extra special privilege. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you're a white woman, we seen a uh, was it Amber Geiger case where she went up to a whole another nigga's house, probably drunk, but you know they wait three days after mm-hmm. when the liquor is clear from her body to then say, "Let's give you a breathalyzer test." What the fuck are you going to do that for three days later? I wish I got that shit. <laughs> shit. Cops say, hey, three days later, I'm going to take your breathalyzer. I wish that was a constant thing. Cool, but no. I'll be all right. Mm-hmm. I'll be all right. Yeah. All I got to do is drink this ball. Yeah. And then not only that, how... everything was there. But you're having cases like this and it's showing the privileges from either race, gender, well, you could say sexual orientation and gender. It ranks. Let you be a white woman. You got the best privilege in the world. You on the top of the pyramid, baby. Even a white man is second on top. Then what falls on after that is, you know, decisive based on your, on top of that money. Because if you look at, uh, whatchamacallit. Uh, what's that one case that the boys just went around shooting white people? Kyle Rittenhouse. Honestly, it was a case of politics, really, when you look at that case. Because the judge is all for the side. Honestly, I thought that dude was getting ready to play Black Ops with Kyle Rittenhouse ever since, ever after that trial. He was caping for him. The judge, a person who's supposed to be the non-biased person in the room, was having it out for the prosecutor. And you've seen it live. It was like, yo, this makes sense. Yeah, the judge was racist. The judge was all for this kid. 
oh, you, you, no, that's unfair. Allow shit. Like, we had an argument over pixels in a trial. I've never heard of this. Is the pixels legit? Yeah. <laughs> was the... They thought everything was Photoshopped. So they everything. wanted to re-verify, so... Everything. So yeah. were the pixels so, I mean, and all in all, wrapping this topic up is... It's... It's sad, it's disheartening, and it's tiresome. It, it really is, because it's it's crazy just being, you know, black people seeing this. And then what's even crazy is when other people don't see this, you know. Um, and I don't want to go into this too much, but um, yeah. check out... Uh, Young Don, the Sauce God's uh, YouTube podcast where he interviews Sneeko. And Sneeko's basically trying to paint this narrative that uh, black people commit hate, the most hate crimes against Asian people. Like, it's, it's, it's just crazy. Like, listening to that just lets you, like, it, hearing a person talk about black people in that light, talking about... Yeah, they do this. They they target, you know, Asian people. And it's like, <laughs> black people don't target nobody. Asian people, if anything, target us. Yeah, it's just, it's a whole, like, narrative going around that, you know. And then he was really painting that black people are naturally more aggressive than anybody. And I'm like, bro, Dude. when you don't un- even understand that it's proximity... It's called proximity. Like, Crime is mostly committed. Do you think in a rich black in neighborhood rain. that people are being violent? I think the thing that disproves that immediately is look at the way black people have been treated across the years. If we were the most violent people, America wouldn't exist. Simple as that. We wouldn't have settled for anything. Like Shit would have been in flames right now. If we were the most violent out of everyone, then... Black Wall Street would still exist. Seneca Village would still exist. Things like that. Because we wouldn't have we wouldn't have walked away from those things. We wouldn't have taken um the abuse and yeah, tried to move. We wouldn't on have accept, accepted the defeat. Exactly. Like would have burned America to the ground. Honestly, people and that's what's funny because America don't want to admit that one of the reasons why you got the greatest fear of black people specifically black men was because of a historian that they're trying to forget his name is uh, if I'm saying it accurately John Horse he he was a guy who basically you could say John Wick a back throwback back in the day in John Wick it was him practically him and his peoples against America and we're talking about Caucasian and Native American they fought their way throughout America winning battles all the way to go to Mexico that was their only safe haven they had to fight all the way you talking about going up from Florida region all the way up to the other side going all the way to Mexico Mexico. you had to fight constantly and travel and I mean they saw what one what one trained well trained black man can do to a whole police Mm -hmm. force Back, uh, yeah, with uh, what's his name? Donor, Christian yeah. Donor. Mm-hmm. Donor. Yep. And honestly, he did that because, as he said, he got tired of 
he didn't ex- that's why they don't like military to go on police force I've seen it a lot they shun them because military people are trained differently than police officers and as you've seen right there they they didn't like it because one he's an anomaly being military going into police force Los, let alone Los Angeles I think mm-hmm. yeah. and then two like he's seen the brutality and that's not what he fought for in it going out to these other lands he's coming home seeing this is what I'm now joined to fight for yeah it's sad. So he chose to yeah. destroy and, it. And I mean... It was fairly successful at it, too. I'm I'm not condoning just taking lives, but you got to understand there's a build-up to all this. There's definitely a build-up. And like I was saying, bloodshed brings awareness and changes things. You know, we've lived in a, a world where wars determine things. You know, when too many people die, you know, there's a surrender. And then, you know, a law is created or, you know, you know how it works. But I it, it, it just makes you think of, like, what what needs to be done to get this situation handled. Because honestly, the way we go on about it now, it's not working. I don't see it working. Like I said, the turn the other cheek shit is like, that's the shit that, you know, the slave owners was teaching the slave. Yeah. Turn the other cheek. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, what you're supposed to do. And it's not like we have large organizations or anything that work together. Because even BLM turned out to just be a scam. So Yeah. And it's sad. It's like, even then, like, when you have scenarios of people who is trying to separate BL do their own version of BLM from the other individuals really yeah. use the title it's yeah. crazy and honestly I knew but, that was gonna be a sham because who owns BLM is a, a Jewish Caucasian guy to be frankly honest George Soros he funded BLM it's, he did a large funding but mm-hmm. the the ladies running it where yeah. the the forefront kind of kinda like uh, you would think that would be better, and it's funny because it's technically named similar to his other project he had, and it's called I think News Media Matters. Not that far difference in the title when it comes to matters, so it's like ugh. yeah, but you know, um, this is definitely a topic that will always resurface as long as nothing is done about it. But uh, all prayers goes out to the families that lost somebody and who was injured in that, that situation. We pray y'all strength and that y'all, you know, keep y'all heads up Definitely. and keep fighting a good fight. But as in transitioning, y'all, um, got to talk about this too because this is super important. Um, so... It came out that Meg, uh, the doctor that treated Meg, um, he confirmed that it was a laceration from glass and not gunshot wounds. Lying whore. So, um, let me ask this question before we, you know, begin our, our, our rant. Can women ever get canceled? 
Sadly, no, because I got pussy and niggas want it. <laughs> you can't. I feel like this <laughs> pussy stays on his tongue and his mind, so. My eyes consistently roll when this nigga talk. <laughs> he just. Hey, he but it's hardcore truth, to be frankly honest, because. It's really going to take men to financially cancel women and offer them to receive being canceled. Or else, it's nothing to them. It's like, huh, I still going to get your bread at the end of the day, nigga. One of y'all niggas coming through. Mm, yeah. Because it's like, if we cancel her for this, she making only fans. He's like, damn. Exactly. <laughs> she got the recruitment. You're <laughs> smart. Dumb. But ultimately, I think women uh, are forgiving. And like, at least from history, women haven't. Women. They're forgiving, or they're uh, were able to forgive them. Um, more women are forgiving. I feel men would be like, yeah, "We'll let you exist, but we're not gonna forget what you did." Oh okay, yeah, 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 like Doja Cat. Yeah, mentally uh, we're unforgiving. Yeah, yeah. Views. I, I don't really hear. We just don't care about I, the Doja Cat situation. Was, I hear only dudes talk about it. Um, we don't forget, but, um, but also for the woman, at least inside the diaspora of, uh, celebrities, and I haven't really heard too many women do anything super crazy of, like, super cancellation, um, so that's also another aspect in it. Um, well, like, also, it's probably people don't talk about it. Because it's normally like a woman towards a a, a guy, and guys just was, ours kind of get swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. Um, I just it's only when women are kind of like real snobby to some people, really cut them down, and then they just get caught in the wrong light that they'll like have their fan base like on like the Ella DeGeneres thing. Um, just came out; she was the biggest asshole. You thinking she's the the angel, um, but yeah, Angel, and swimming. your whole image is, is shot, so get her out of here. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, when people see Ellen, they're like, Ellen, Ellen. So. Still think Red Sweetheart. Yeah, so. Um, at least just in that diaspora, they haven't really did too much to where you can cancel them forever. It's a lot. It's very minimal compared to mm. the Harvey it's Weinstein. It's more of like a suspension. Yeah. Yeah, it's a suspension. Anything, you just keep quiet Time for out. a year or two and you'll be fine, yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, Doja, she just, she was quiet, but she stayed off of social media in a way. Uh, and then just did a run of spectacular music. And then now she's All back on. forgiven. She's back on social media, et cetera, et cetera. Popular than that. Yeah. You can argue even more popular. So, mm-hmm. uh, Come that game be strong as hell, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> and only, again, like, only people I hear mention the Doja Cat thing is us. Yeah, that's true. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's only men, yeah. Yeah. Girls don't even. But at the same time, I feel like um, anything that has to do with a black man or black men in general, it's gonna get swept under the rug. Yeah, it's not necessary. You're not necessarily. You can do whatever you want to a mm-hmm. black man in the limelight. You can be a black you're, woman doing to us. You're not really gonna get canceled for it. Mm-hmm. You see how quick we was about to cancel Tory. Yeah, I mean Tory was, Tory lost like a lot of. I would 
assume opportunities. Yeah, he did. And yeah, with that comes a lot of money. Uh, and losing all of that, like people like later on Beyonce and and other people unfollowed Megan Thee Stallion, Big Whoop, unfollowed her on Instagram. They'll follow her again. Cause they'll the be whole, back. Uh, because when they found out she lied. Mm-mm. But I mean, like Todd just said, they'll follow. They'll follow her again. Mm-hmm. She'll. She's gotta stay. She'll quiet. get back. Yeah, she yeah. just has to. If you notice. Right when they start unfollowing her, she started doing her like little hottie blog again. Mm-hmm. Like she wasn't doing that for a cool minute, but mm-hmm. then she, she started chilling. doing it. Yeah. And then that's what I've been seeing her do more of a run of just her little hottie blogs. Yeah. And then um, and she started posting like partisan Fontaine. She was with him. Yeah. Oh, at that party. Like she just started posting couple stuff. Yeah. Get, getting sympathy, just getting the girls back on their side because obviously the girls are carrier at the end of the day. Yeah, oh. but then when it comes, then that's just the way society is, and that's and I know a lot of women themselves won't admit it, but that's just kind of that innate. Like I don't, I don't really care about a black man. We're on thin ice with our women, and it's crazy because. Tory was literally in a situation where if he said anything legally, he would get, you know, mm-hmm. reprimanded, put in jail for it. And they say he did. Mm-hmm. He had posted something on Twitter. But, you know, I do give him uh, hats off because having to keep quiet when you know, like, You're I didn't do this, man. Like, <laughs> that's this totally shit is crazy. Like I was like, she didn't get done? That's you know, crazy. like, you know, people are going the to to uh, look at the situation as a whole, as you should. Mm. But, you know, yes, he may have slept with your friend. And it, it came out that Tori and uh, Meg was dating, um, which is crazy. But, um... High difference. Surreal. You huh? know, he was fucking <laughs> with her friend. Then supposedly Kylie Jenner was giving him googly eyes or whatever, and it's like her and they said her and her friend fought because they found acrylic nails and some other shit. And then you know they said they didn't even find Tori's fingerprints on the gun. <laughs> so, and when you read that article, you know, uh, and I was watching Young Don as he was talking about it too. He's like, when they talk about black men, they're always going to try to spin it. You know, they was like, oh, um, allegedly Tori fired the gun somewhere in her direction or something. Try, just trying to make it seem like, like he, he touched did that it. damn gun. Yeah, mm-hmm. but when it's women, they try to flip it to where, like, you can't even. The women's never mm-hmm. yeah. So it's just crazy to me. And then, like, okay, he fucked with her friend. He may have cheated or whatnot. But the extent of trying to ruin this man's whole... Like, he's lost deals. He's lost money. Mm-hmm. Thank God he bought his masters. Mm-hmm. You know? And he's lost relationships. And then you manipulated people into thinking, like, oh, he's a bad person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he's take, he had to take... Pe- people took him off his song... He don't even have the connects no more. A lot of those connections he had with people, people have to swallow their pride and be like, damn, like, I have to apologize. 
have to reach out and say, hey, I'm sorry. And a lot of people did. didn't. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. another thing. Like, And I think it's funny how we accept certain things. Like, unfollowing Megan Thee Stallion is not, a, not an apology it's to not, Tory Lanez. Not at all. <laughs> not in any sense of the word. You just made mean? a conscious decision to stay away from the person that you originally assumed was right. And now you're just flipping sides. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not apologizing to Tory Lanez in any way, shape. Well, you're not even flipping sides, honestly. You just you just staying. You're out not of admitting it. you. You're not uh, holding yourself accountable by saying I was wrong. I should check the information, mm-hmm. and you know, saying hey, you know, I should have looked further, or you know, just been objective. Mm-hmm. You know, now you're just saying, oh, um, she lied. I believed her. I'ma just leave it alone, cause I don't, you know. I'ma just get out of here. Yeah, like, yeah. cause like, motherfucker, you wanna be really sorry? Give him a feature with you. Like, I'm be honest. What the following gonna do? Help his money get back up and going. That's not but even, that's, not, that's not even that. Because you can't even, when shit like that happens in life, it makes you not even wanna attempt to fuck with anybody anymore. You don't wanna mess because with it man. seemed fabricated. Yeah. You know, you was down for me. You was on, like, for example, JoJo. JoJo was, like, one of his main hitters. Mm-hmm. She was fucking with him. She would show up on the little, uh, what is it? Um, uh, his little radio. Uh, pandemic uh, cast or whatever. Mm-hmm. She would show up on there, be cool. He had her on the song. Uh, she had him on a song on her album. One of the hottest songs on the album. Mm-hmm. She took him off. As soon as that surfaced, he's like, you didn't even call me. You have my number. A lot of those people that unfollowed him, you know, took Meg's side. He was like, yo, you have my number to reach out and say, hey, like, either ask or, um, you know, just say, hey, man, like, whatever happens, happens. I still fuck with you as a person. You know, some shit probably just went down that night. And, you know, mm-hmm. you know, when people drink. Gun, you know, especially with women, shit involved. You don't know what's gonna happen. Guns involved. Yeah. All that stuff you don't so know. it's not. It's not even if you're not gonna hold the women uh, accountable for them not being able to hold their liquor and losing their mind. You can't sit here and try to hold the man responsible. Like, oh, he should know what he's doing. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, are drunk? Ain't drunk? Drunk? So we have more of a, a recollection of what we're doing when we're drunk rather than the, you know, the opposite sex. Like that so is... Be rowdy like two holes in the backseat of a Cadillac. Yeah, but this <laughs> is... Literally, that Southern saying. But <laughs> you got to understand, this is the reality we live with. We understand this stuff. That's why in certain situations, we don't put ourselves in those certain situations. You know, especially as being black men. We know, like, oh, so and so, so and so. I'ma leave that alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. And you then, know, shit like this is. And when when we ask why is man being so nitpicking, conscientious, this is the reason why. You wonder why high value men often take the Drake route, where I'll just take a baby mama and call it a day. I ain't got no worries. I'm still doing me, having a little fun here and there. But I'm staying safe, Andy. I'm not trying to be held down. Shit like this. Everybody want to side believe all women shit. But don't question. Don't put logic and reason behind it. We're just saying, oh, take her side. She's a woman. 
how she can be lying. He's a man. He's stronger than her. Even though this nigga was a midget towards her, I mean, come on now. What the fuck? <laughs> like, really? I mean, it's not even it's not even about logic. She spun the story to make the Completely. evidence point towards mm-hmm. her. So at that point, it's not logic. It's about media presence. Then played the part. Yeah. Wore a whole cast. Yeah. The questionable thing is, she did walk, what, three days after? Supposedly, it was recorded, pre-recorded. Three days after. I was like, come on now. But really? it's it's just the fact that, like, and it's crazy because, like you said earlier, this is a situation that probably only men are going to be talking about. Yeah. And that's crazy. This is a situation that only men see is detrimental as a problem. Women probably going to be like, well, she just, she not holding her accountable for the fuckery, like. But it's it's not it's it's that's bad the, that's the thing and then it comes back to like if like if we as black men start choosing another race to be with then it's all of a sudden like oh we're the problem yeah we're the problem but it's like it's like we're thrown to the side so easily we're trashed so easily and i i understand when Women, uh, women do talk about everything that goes on with them and how they traverse the world, and it is a scary world for them sometimes. Uh, and most times, as when most of them speak, it's most of the time, the the world is a pretty scary place for them. But at the same time, it's like, why would you push away the people that could possibly protect you? Mm-hmm. Thank you. That doesn't that doesn't necessarily make sense. And things like, uh, I remember. I saw something, uh, I think it was like two or three days ago, but it was like a TikTok of a bunch of different black girls saying like, oh, I love you, black man. I love you, black man. Like, that didn't even resonate with me. Because I'm like, Cause first you don't. All, like, <laughs> actions speak way louder than words. Yeah. And it's a, it's, it's a, a plethora of things you have to do in order to really make us feel wanted mm-hmm. like it's so many situations you know especially the you know the uh, the uh, like child support system from all these things placed in the world that are pit pitted against us it's like yeah i'll say this like i love you black man but as soon as we make a mistake you hate us yeah it's it's longer than that love. That love was momentarily. Yeah. And the hate is and, staying off of one incident. And it goes to mention that even though this information has come out, women are still like, well, I want to hear the whole story. Like, <laughs> like, like why? Yeah, a nigga who <laughs> treated her. So you're trying to find a way to still blame him, even though yeah. all he did was fucked her friend. Her and her friend. It's between two women. And then another really? thing that's funny to me, most of women's icons, like I was, I was, I think I sent y'all the TikTok too, where the dude was talking about it. But like most of like the lady, like the female icons, they're in relationships. Like the main ones Thank that talk you, Cardi about B. like Nicki Minaj, Cardi B. Yeah. Both said expose Cardi B. Look. Why she telling and y'all get kids. y'all money? Look, she over here sweeping. 
He was telling y'all ladies, quit, quit it with this shit. She's sweeping. She's actually being a housewife. Yeah, I mean, most of most of them are in relationships. Most have of them kids. are posting about them being happy in relationships. Most of them are have kids, have families, Ridiculous. all this stuff. And it's like they didn't use their tactics that they preach in their they music lie. to land the person that they're with. They, they, they didn't use that they stuff. They literally listened to Kevin Samuels, R.I.P. to man. They literally followed his directions. Even Nicki mm-hmm. Minaj went to yeah. Kevin Samuels to see her, his direction. These are high-value women, if you was to categorize amongst all women. No such thing. I'm talking about amongst all women. Mm, they don't even care for the term high-value as towards anyone. Well, let's put it like iconic. Type of women these women look up to talk to these individuals they hate and take their advice. As weird as that seems, they're not getting the picture. The individuals the majority hates is the individuals they actually listen to. Because it's more fun to paint the image than actually look at it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, it literally tells you that one, women don't know what they're talking about. Two, they don't know what it it takes to get get a man and to keep a man. Oh well, they do as far as their their well, natural looks. That's the sad part. We and them. you know the basic things they they can think of: cook, clean, you know, suck his dick, stuff well, like that. But at the end hard. of the day, if you don't know what something wants, like if you don't know what a baby needs, how can you stop that baby from crying? I'm amazed they're doing good with kids. And it's just the fact that, like... <laughs> I'm just going in. I'm sorry. I'm you, amazed you do damn good with a kid. You don't know what a man is, but you understand yeah. your kid. Ain't that some shit. You gonna let him finish? I'm sorry. I just have to go with this shit. <laughs> this okay. is ridiculous, man. But, yeah, it's just you... It In retrospect, we all have an end goal for women. The end goal is... Is common amongst many. Um, of course, there is some women that don't absolutely want kids at the moment. But, you know, that kicks in. It starts to turn. And the problem is with women that it, um, when by the time they figure out, like, I do want that lifestyle, it's too late. Yeah. That's why I was saying, and not to date back on the last podcast, that's why, like, with the whole Rihanna thing, I said, it's on the decline. You figured out too late that you want it, and you only can get what's available to you. But anyway, uh, going back to the point, it's just, because um, we derailed, it's just sad that this isn't more of a problem in the eyes of women. I need to see women talking about this instead of men. Like, yeah, I love seeing my uh, niggas Myron and from Fresh and Fit talk about this. I love seeing, you know, Young Don the Sauce Guy when Kevin Samuels was alive, RIP, him talking about it, Tommy Sotomayor. It's great to see men talk about it. But this is, we know, we know. And we constantly do have to let each other know, like, hey, this is what's out there. This is what's going on. Pay attention to this stuff. But honestly, the problem lies within women not holding women accountable. Because women 
take other women's advice, which is the worst fucking thing you could do. You got, you got, excuse my, not excuse my language, you got bitches who are literally married and kids telling you to have a hot girl summer or in a relationship telling you to have a hot girl summer. Throw that ass, sis. But she's doing the, she's doing the exact opposite. She's living good, but she wants you to be miserable. She wants you to run your body count up, but she over here hugged up with a nigga. That's what I, that's. That's like that's the crazy thing, and you yeah. don't see that. Like you tell me untamed beast. Why she tamed with an owner and pet it all up. Hmm. That's and funny. and that's why like it gets in it gets into many different aspects of them, you know, making money off you, but we ain't gonna go down that route, but they for sure yeah. And I'm just saying, ladies, like, hold yourself accountable. Cause I know there's a there's majority of women that listen to this podcast, like Really, like, take accountability and look at situations like this. And don't just say, yeah, it's fucked up and keep moving. Nah, make it make it known that this is something that needs to change. Tell you, Game of Thrones. Shame. Because all we going to... I tell you what the men going to start doing. I tell you what the men going to start doing. They going to start adjusting. <laughs> you don't want the attitude adjustment. And you're not going to be able to have traditional men anymore. I mean, yeah. the dynamics already shifted mm. half of that way. It's That's the problem. Don't, don't most women, want, most women want traditional men, but they can't be traditional women. But they want to be the man. That's crazy. Too. They want you to be the man, her be the man, and y'all work out how it's, who's yeah. going to be the man. I mean, man. If, you can't, if you can't adjust your attitude to suit what you want, then... You can't have it. As simple as that. Like, that's really all it comes down to. Because yeah. half of the time, it's like you want to do this, wear whatever you want, do that. You know, mm. you want to say whatever you want, wear whatever you want, do whatever you want, buy whatever you want, do this when you want to do it. But if you think about it from a marriage aspect, like, you can't say whatever you want. You right. can't do whatever you want. You can't wear whatever you want. And then a lot of women will say, oh, men can wear whatever you want. Man, no. If I put on anything remotely, gray shorts, gray sweatpants, any of that, my wife will tell me I can't leave the house. Yeah, yeah. And then too, like they, you know, uh, like they want a traditional man, yeah. and they want to be selectively feminine for men. But it's just like, what if you sometimes wear high heels and a skirt, or you cross dress? I'm selectively being, you know, on the weekends mm-hmm. I cross dress. Mm-hmm. On the weekdays I'm I'm masculine. Mm-hmm. I'm being selectively mm-hmm. masculine, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that for you. You mm-hmm. want to you want me to be masculine all the 100%. time. And mm-hmm. I want you to be feminine all the time. Mm-hmm. Said don't no man want no masculine ass bitch. And that's just real, bro, like bitch, I got the dick in the relationship. You quit acting like you got. Here we go. <laughs> but um, <laughs> any any closing like any closing uh, thoughts on this topic? Shit. No, but Anthony got some. Go ahead. It's just you know, take time to observe scenarios and not live in this notion of believe people because you feel like they're right. That's all I just got to say. Yeah. And I'd say, once again, I'll say this word. Vocabulary word in the night. Accountability. 
Hold yourself accountable. Yeah. Hold your sisters accountable. Hold That's yeah. It's it's crazy, man. But we're gonna take a brief intermission. We'll be back with some K dot. Alright, y'all. We back and man, I just have to say it is super refreshing to be in a era of K dot. Like when that man's dropping, I feel like the world is on his access. <laughs> You feel me? Yeah. Damn near perfect timing. That's simple. Damn near perfect timing. And I was like, and not dating back to the, uh, what we just talked about, but, you know, the whole Meg and Tori situation. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of the hard part for mm-hmm. Don't tell a lie on me. <laughs> I won't tell the truth for you. I was like, hey, it's finna come out. But, y'all, the album has dropped Mr. Morale and the Big Stepper. Mm-hmm. Man. Um first thoughts. Let's go in with first thoughts. Todd talk to me. Uh first thoughts. Uh I didn't really um first half of it I was like, Oh, where are you going with this? It was going into the letdown category and then right when I heard when we cry uh we cry together then I like I started grinning cheek to cheek and uh it it turned around in there for me. Then I was like, okay, when I really started paying attention, uh, and then it, it turned around halfway. Then I started like 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 like, uh. So, but ultimately it was it was good. First listen, um, I wasn't whole. Um, uh, I felt I was like, uh. Um, it wasn't a flop. It wasn't in the flop category, but it was. Uh, I wanted more from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that tweet where, like, what is this Kendrick shit? Uh, I need my my music with like guns, uh, like you know, kill them and shit. And though I don't completely, uh, I completely disagree with that tweet. I was expecting more, like. Uh, Hardcore flows, more uh, talk your shit. I was expecting a lot more of that. Mm. Um, not the storytelling. Not the storytelling. Even though he normally does that with storytelling, like he could talk his shit with storytelling, but I was expecting a little bit more. Yeah, because yeah. Good Kid, Mad City was like that hardcore storytelling. Yeah. And I was just expecting just because everybody's been kind of on him, so I was like expecting him to really just show his ass on this. Like it just like you, know, I'm the best. Leave me the fuck alone. And here's my last album. Fuck it, I'm fucking great. And then I'm out of here. And even though the story was telling to why he's you know uh, taking his hiatus or retiring, and just you know, what the music industry has done to him and like his just his how his views have switched mm-hmm. um through the years. Um I was still expecting, you know, talk your shit, except mm-hmm. so but after second, third listen, I, I started to appreciate it a lot more. I don't think I was expecting that at all. The whole like talk your like like, I don't think when I first came into the album, I don't think I needed to hear him like verbally 
set himself at the number one spot or like go hard in a sense to kind of like cement his spot because I think he already had it. But I know there was this track, this leak track I heard a while ago. Um, and it was just him talking about like the music industry. It was before the heart, definitely before the heart part five. It was maybe like a year, year or so ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was just talking about everything, like how like depressed he was, how like he didn't even really want to do shows. He didn't even really want to do music. He just was doing it for the people that like got something out of it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of saw this, this like, it's like Sage in a sense, like he's purifying the air before he leaves. Like Sage, when you're walking out the door, he's like trying to purify before he he but takes his exit in a sense. My only, I don't have an issue with what you're saying, but mm. the reason why I felt like that is because the songs that he's been putting out, he's been talking about, he's, I'm eating all top five. Like I'm destroying oh, yeah. all top five. That's a talk shit moment. Well, You've been putting that out for, we have family ties, we have... Um, I can't think of the few other songs that he was talking to. Range Brothers. Shit. Range Brothers was Range Brothers, one. but that, yeah. I'm a, it was even just before that, he says, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm about yeah, to I'm destroy. Smoking you. on your top five. It's like, <laughs> stop mentioning my name. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna destroy you. He even said it in, even in this album. But that's where my mentality came from. I'm, I'm expecting, mm-hmm. oh, this nigga's about to go mm-hmm. off. Yeah. He went off in <laughs> his own creative way, but mm-hmm. it was, I was expecting more. I guess name call like showmanship or uh, no, just skill. He, mm. I did. He showed his skill, mm. but I was expecting like like that cocky skill. Um, yeah, like cocky, that. Yeah. There it is. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this nigga didn't brush. Um, but um, somebody burped or some shit. Oh no, I, mm. I got a whiff of some baloney type shit. But <laughs> but. I see what you're saying, Todd, but the thing is... No, 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 no. Before we get into... We kind of let everybody explain. I don't think Anthony listened to the album. No, they just released it right now, actually, on my app. <laughs> oh, okay. I just got through in 95 Hope it's not too late. Hey, but I'll say thus far on just checking out N95, I like where you went with it. Because N95 was basically like, you could say representation of the mask. And I said, take off the cloud and take off this. It's basically <laughs> each mask, you're taking it off. <laughs> hate that shit. <laughs> but it's a good, I would say, I like the good play on it. Because yeah. you're playing on a mat. These are different type of masks people are wearing. And take he's saying. Your favorite yeah. rapper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I will say, thus far, that's like a strong step on the second track right there. Going it's- through. But it gets deep. I mean, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's, it gets deep. He like, tackles yeah. so much. I actually like so to see music videos. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to yeah. to hold All it within it. that one song, um, at, like I said, it's just so many avenues that he went down that, you know, it's kind of like take a journey with me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you go down that journey with them. And um, for me, like listening to it was great, you know, um, and if this is like his last official album, mm. then it was more because I don't think he's in that place of 
satisfactory as far as giving the fans what they want to see. Mm-hmm. Like as far as like like you were saying, Todd. Because honestly, and I he knows this, you know, nobody's really fucking with Kendrick. And he's had moments in his career where he was like he called people out. Yeah. You know, um nobody stepped up. Because nobody will. Yeah. Nobody so it's kinda like level. it's no point of you talking your shit when nobody will even combat you. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, you all you got to do is address it one time or however many times you want to. Is you killed? Him, yeah, you know, like nobody's. Like, that's yeah. You nobody's touching me. Say it again. Nobody's touching me. The only nobody's person that can me. stand a feud with him is probably Cole. And Cole, Kendrick and Cole are just. I on, think they just they respect each other too much. There's too much respect and love there. But he did call out Cole. Yeah. yeah. He called him to be better. And be better know. for your community, be better for your people, make better music. And Cole's. Mm, no, he called him out like, I'll murder you, nigga. Yo, Did yeah. You about on control? Yeah. Well, that was. I mean, that's, that was his mentality. That was a while ago. That that's, was but that's still, like, even from then. No, after that, he called out Cole again. He, he dropped off uh, uh, 2014. Pretty soon, right after that. So. Yeah, shortly after. And it was a stepping up. But I mean, as far as like a direct, nobody's like. Well, no one's. It was more just like I'm trying to just be better in terms of sales and stuff like well, that. Well, I mean, but that's I when you yeah, saying. I get you. Yeah, when you say like I'm a murder you niggas or I'm smoking on your top five, whatever top five you got, nigga, mm-hmm. I'm smoking them. Yeah. And you know, you publicly just standing on this. You on Mount Rushmore. You putting yourself on Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. And you saying, whatever you put to combat me, like, nah, big. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if if Drake was to say some shit like that, you know, people already tried Drake. They see Drake as triable. Mm-hmm. Kendrick is like, I, I wouldn't dare. I, <laughs> like, do I want, do I want to get embarrassed that bad to the point where, like, I need some type of my name in the tabloids and me going at this person. It's going to get me fame, Look, everybody's seen but in the wrong way. Kelly exactly. Like, we're not trying to go into rock music. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, of hip hop. Back true. On the Shame emphasis. <laughs> back on the emphasis of the album. The album was it was dope. You know, it was given what it's supposed to give. You know, uh, he's. Transitioning into fatherhood, I really like that father time story because it basically was covering that you know he's transitioning into a father, and even though he has kids, he still has a mentality of a kid himself sometimes, mm-hmm. and he has to work on himself more. Because yeah. when he was like when Kanye and Drake, uh, you know, squashed the beef, I was still looking like. It don't make sense. Yeah, Yeah. it don't make sense. But he was saying, like, that's just me. I have to focus, you know, work on that. So that was dope. I was like, and it tied into something my dad told me as far as, like, you never stop learning how to be a man. Mm -hmm. You know, especially when you get. And Rick showed right there. Especially when you become a man of your, a father of your own. Mm-hmm. You know, having a father and being a father is totally different. Yeah. You know, um, but, you know, he, he really expressed a lot, you know. 
Um, and it's crazy, too, because people tried to cancel him for this uh, album because of some shit we're going to talk about in a bit. But I've we've always had this problem with the consumers and the fans. Mm-hmm. Sometimes everybody's not going to be satisfied and some people are looking for something else. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, you can... I wouldn't say he passed the mantle on to Baby Keem, but, you know, basically he is, he does shout out Keem and, you know, I hope Keem is making his mama proud. and mm-hmm. You know, he's basically kind of like lighting his torch, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. Keem for a while didn't, uh, didn't release the information that they were even related. Mm-hmm. So now that we know they're related, he's kind of like giving... Like, yeah, like, do your thing, nigga. Like, this your generation now. So that's cool, too. It's just, it was, it's a lot. Like, he did a lot within there, you know, um, talking about how he has demons. And hopefully it's not too late for him to set his demons straight. Because, you know, the generational curses that pass on could pass on to your kids. Right after Father Time. Yeah. When, uh, I think it was, like, his wife and his kids... Basically saying, tell daddy thank you. Mm-hmm. That I'm not even going to cap. I teared up on that. That was crazy to me. Like, just hearing that mm-hmm. when they were, like, thanking him and everything. Like, that, that was amazing to yeah. me. Because it takes, it just shows not only the amount of strength that it took, but just going from listening to Father Time. Well, actually just starting with United Grief and going... Through like N95, Die Hard, Father Time, and ending up with like Purple Hearts right after the thank yous. Mm-hmm. Like, that was crazy. And he's just saying, like, Purple Hearts goes into basically shut up when you hear love talking. Like, when your family or someone you love is telling you they need something out of mm-hmm. you, you need to shut up, put yourself to the side, and you need to move forward in a sense mm-hmm. and work. The Summer Walker verse, I. I'll shut up. Like, I was I, just, yeah, she's, I was just like, her, she sees, she doesn't know what love is necessarily. Yeah. Well, within her, within her being a mother, when, she does. When but, she was talking about, oh, love, love means I should be getting some head on a balcony. I'm like, ah, sweetheart, sweetheart. That's to a an part extent, of it. It's, yeah, it's a piece, but, yeah, but it's, it's like, and then it's love. like, she go back to the eating ass thing. I'm like, you be right. You you just be on the cusp you of the right thing. Like you be you be teeter tottering on the line to correct, and you just jump off. Like that's crazy. To me. Damn, she's like me on steroids. It's it's Damn. bad. Like that's real. Bad. It's like every time I wanted to like I wanted to come through and, and listen. Like oh yeah, Summer Walker, Shit. she got it. She she with the song. Oh yeah, I feel that. She talked about she dropped some BS. I'm like oh. So. It's just like she just looked at it as a. A talented individual now, like yeah, she's she's not gifted to me. She's just talented. Kendrick is somebody that's gifted, um, especially like to tell a whole story throughout your discography, like because not just in this album, from album to album, section eighty on Mm section eighty and on, yeah, realistically, like he was telling the story all the way up until then, and you know uh, the. Is it called Shut Up, that song? What's that Purple song? Hearts. 
Purple Hearts? Yeah, yeah Purple, Purple Hearts. Hearts. My bad. Um, Purple Hearts, you know, because, you know, I remember him talking about how, my bad, mm-hmm. he wasn't able to, his, he had a lot of people pass, you know, and he was on tour. So now he's taking that opportunity to step away from everything and listen, you know, embrace that love. It's just a lot speaking. I was just, I was hearing all of it. I was for it, nigga. And I don't know if it was because I was walking and listening to it. I was just like, mm. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was crazy. I just got to, man. Yeah. We cry together. When I tell you that was a hitter mm-hmm. for me, like, like Todd, I was ear to ear smiling. Mm-hmm. I was just like, first of all, this nigga is saying, he's spitting. He's saying a lot of the shit yeah. that we personally can't say mm. um some of y'all niggas do but it, it was it, it was dope like basically both perspectives you know mm-hmm. from uh taylor's mm-hmm. perspective from his perspective it was just dope and to really create something out of an argument mm-hmm. like and then that made me date back to uh malcolm and marie as well yeah. oh yeah i was like every time man Every time they was gonna have a good time, yeah. one little, one little sigh, one little. So word. what you mean by that? <laughs> and it was like when we cry together. Like I seen a lot of people like tweeting, and they were like, "Oh, if you, if you, in your relationship, and you relate to we cry together, you need to get out of that relationship. Like that's a toxic relationship, all that stuff. But then like when you look at it, it's such a bigger. It's basically." Black men and black women talking at the mm-hmm. end of the day. That's what that argument is. Because mm-hmm. we argue below the belt. We argue harsh. Yeah. We, we, We're trying to win. It's a, we, it's yeah, a battle. It's a war. It's not trying to we aim, each other. We aim to, to hurt each other. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what happened at the end of that? Oh, yeah. You know, let's get on the couch. Let's let's do X, Y, Z. Like, it turned into that. And start fucking. Let's yeah. sweep it under the rug we, type shit. We angry until we find out that we have another need that's rising. Mm-hmm. So we postpone. We don't. We don't. We don't cleanse. We don't clear out. We don't purify. We don't move. Or don't we don't fix. We don't solve it. Okay. Yeah. We move to something else yeah. and then wait till it comes back. Yeah. Distract. And then following up with Purple Hearts after that. Exactly. Um, then I was like, oh, that was beautiful. Because then you started talking more about love. You go more into depth on the love. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that aspect. Um, just just a beautiful. I, I like. That's what. I don't like when artists. Uh, when they put an album out and it's all jumpy. Yeah. I understand sometimes you're not telling a story. But mm. I, I like you to take me through a nice range of emotions. And follow a flow with that. And Kendrick does that very well yeah. with his albums. Always, mm-hmm. uh, he'll go here, then he'll take you emotional, and then mm-hmm. he'll bring you to mid, and then take you to whatever other emotion he'll go next. Yeah. Uh, but it was a nice flowing of tracks. Yeah. I love. He has a, a good like balance. Yeah, it was a nice like, balance. There's there's songs on there where you could be driving and you want to bump it. Cool. Like there's enough on there yeah and then there's enough to where you can be solemn and you can listen and just pay attention exactly like you could go between die hard you could go with purple hearts you could go with silent hill you could go with mirrors i would say that's where the second half of the album where a lot of people uh, dipped, off. dipped off because yeah. he just starts speaking more into uh, just 
his mentality. Yeah, it's solemn. It's life. Yeah, yeah. Life. Yeah. And some people obviously don't want to hear that. Yeah, he's and, trying to give you the real on this yeah, situation. And, but if you... Uh, I would... The casual listener, I can understand why you can dip off. And I'm not mad at you for it, but if you're a music head and then... Uh, you didn't care for the Sellahan. I'm like, did you not listen to what he was saying? Like, mm. like it was just, it was so beautiful. Just the way he, you know, uh, obviously laid down his words. Uh, and I, oh, oh, most respects. I, first listen, I didn't catch everything. Mm. But second listen and third listen, that's when I really, oh, my gosh. This yes. is, yeah. Another match. Each, yeah. each song has such a broad, like, I think every black person can find relativity in it, and mm-hmm. uh, pretty much every song. Yeah, I I feel like if if you're black, even like and they love to alienate themselves sometimes, but even if you're mixed, you can find part of yourself in these songs. Like yeah. Kendrick makes it very easy for you to relate to it, and it was the same with like. We all have this dream of being rich. And I, I remember I told y'all, like, the rich interlude really stuck out to me. Yeah. But we all have this this dream of being rich. And then uh, hearing Kodak Black talk about it. Like, yeah, of all was, people. I think it was actually really smart to actually put him. At first, I, when I first heard his voice, I was like, Kodak, what are you doing here? And then he even kind of low-key speaking, like, what, nigga, what you doing with Kendrick? Like, what you doing? I'm like, and, I'm, there I go. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, he was like, you literally just... Prove yourself you proved right. this yeah. point, yeah. And I was like, oh, I just did it. My bad. <laughs> and then I, just, I had to check myself. I was like, you do deserve to be there. And his voice was absolutely beautiful in there. I really did appreciate it. That was like a real mm-hmm. uh, beautiful mm-hmm. poem. That was, I, it was, I, it was I, a I literally had a loss of yeah. work when I first heard it. I was like, this was beautiful. Like, I wish he would do that more often. I would totally fuck with uh, Kodak more if he, like, just rapped like that or mm-hmm. even just... If he went into the poetry route, I, I would definitely just go listen to him because that was the hood aspect of, and then you put poetry in it. It's always a, a slam hit every slam yeah, dunk for yeah. me every time, every time. And he's talking about what he did to get what he has, yeah, and how that changed his life, how it changed the trajectory of his life, and even mm-hmm. when he was talking about like his son. Like, he said, I had to change my lifestyle to be there for my son because I didn't have a father. Yeah. And that's part of what took me down this route. Yeah. And then at the same time, as he's speaking, you notice the piano in the back is building. Mm-hmm. And it's not only just adding more notes, but it's like getting a little more chaotic yeah. as yeah. it goes. Yeah. And then you, mm-hmm. you felt, I felt my heart yeah. racing. I was like, yeah. Oh. And you, you don't know what to do as a... I would just put it in the black man. It's like all this stuff happens. You're progressing, but it's just more and more shit starts to come on top of you. And, and you can kind of get lost in it a little bit. Yeah. And just to, you know, for... I, I say for black men, fatherhood is super important. Mm. And I, I'm not saying like it's not important to any other race, yeah. but for black men who grow up in a, a world where some fathers aren't present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for you to tackle on something that you've never experienced is that's crazy. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's difficult, you know. Um my dad experienced stuff where he, you know, when he had me and my brother, 
he didn't necessarily have all the tools and know all the steps of being a father and what it took to be a father. But, you know, he went along and that's why I say, like, my dad's the perfect dad for me. That's the type of dad I needed that he was to me. Mm-hmm. So um, that was dope, like, touching on that because, you know, black men, that's a struggle in the black community. Mm-hmm. The lack of fathers and, you know, for somebody who didn't have a father attempting to be, uh, attempting to take on that, that route of being a father, it's 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 probably one of the toughest things that mm-hmm. you'll experience in life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just you don't know where like, oh shit, like shit finna go crazy, this, that, and the third. And um since we bringing up Kodak, uh they tried to cancel they were talking about canceling Kendrick and of course the ladies. What? Because of the whole Kodak thing of having Kodak on his album. Because he had a sexual assault. Yeah, he had a sexual assault. He also had a a, a babe charge. Can't say the word, but babe charge yeah. that he didn't um he didn't plead guilty to that. He plead pleaded guilty to the the uh, lesser charge, which was I think the sexual assault charge. Uh-huh. And shout out to Blackie Speaks for covering this. Uh, check his YouTube channel out. But um, yeah, so. A lot of women didn't like that, oh, that because they felt like Kendrick was, uh, uh, in a way, supporting him and mm-hmm. kind of making it seem like not scolding him for what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but also Blackie Blackie speaks covered that he was like, well, you know, shout out to Lotto, Lotto, you ain't did nothing wrong. Well, I but I like you, Lotto, but. You know, women just don't, like I said, hold each other accountable. Lotto had covered two of Kodak Black songs. She did a remix mm-hmm. and she did a cover of one of his of his songs. And so you got to look at it objectively and be like, okay, like she did this. Mm-hmm. Nobody said nothing. Yeah. You know, but Kendrick have him on a song or have him on his album. J uh J. Cole had him on his song mm-hmm. and they tried to cancel J. Cole for that. It's like in a way Kendrick was giving him that like redemption, like Yeah, I was gonna mention that. I was like it felt like a fresh start. It felt yeah. like he was trying mm-hmm. to start fresh. It seemed like when he was uh during the recording, it seemed like a fresh mind. He could he was even though he has his twang of yeah. words, it came off very clear. I understood him very well. It didn't seem mm-hmm. like he was strung out. Or mm-hmm. anything like that. And I appreciated that. I was like, oh, wow, this is another side of Kodak mm-hmm. that I haven't seen. in maybe his earlier work, I just haven't gone back. But it, it seemed mm-hmm. refresh to I've, me. I've and never. I appreciated it. I've listened to Kodak before. And, I mean, you know me. I peep mixtapes. So. Yeah. I, I've, I've heard some of his earlier stuff. And I would I would never say that I've ever heard him like this. Yeah. This This is fresh. This is this is new. This is a very new approach to what he does. He's had lyrics before. Yeah, he has. Like he's actually very. He's very he lyrical. Yeah, he is. Like, yeah, when, when he I, wants to be, when, when he, he came out with expeditiously, I was like, that nigga trying to rebuttal. Ti, but and and it's not to say I don't because I don't want to say that this moment 
is going to transition no, how he, you know, does his music or whatever. I hope it does, but uh, it would be yeah, cool. It would, you know, it's, it's, it's not a guarantee. It would give him a different light. And yeah, I would different. Yeah, it would make him grow up in a way. So, do you yeah. think that we're gonna be hearing Kodak back on the radio in Los Angeles area ever since that Nipsey scenario? Because they did ban him from radio. No, Cali I don't think he needs it, but uh, I doubt it. Yeah, Kodak. The thing is, Kodak gonna be Kodak. And you give it time. Let's give it time. If you, if you drop something so hot, it, it's an easy way to ban it. But uh, it maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not California. It's okay though. You got New York and you got uh, everywhere else. Yeah, Miami. You know where he's from. So it's. I think. Kendrick grabbing Kodak for this was perfect to me in a sense. Mm -hmm. I think the only other person I could have seen Kendrick grab and it really be like kind of crazy as to like, whoa, you got him is maybe like either like NLE Youngboy because it would be a totally different perspective. I need the twang. The twang really did help that speech. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Or like maybe like a blue face like do something like that, maybe, but maybe. I feel like well, Blueface like, already switched his style, yeah. so I don't, I don't think there's much value in doing it again. Maybe. I think Blueface has realized that his 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 card has been pulled, yeah, and he's fading away, and he got to find some way to to get back his relevancy. Yeah, because yeah. he he with rappers like that, they really don't have a have a staple in the game. There's no longevity. Yeah, and it's like, okay, what were you known for? You wasn't known for lyricism. Only thing I can say you was known for, for one, having a big old blue face on your face, then <laughs> rapping off beat. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And then once people got past that, yeah. what you got, bro? He should have gone the Tiger route. That's they on it's, it's Rimple. Because <laughs> no one talks about Tiger, but Tiger. Yeah. Tiger got hit. Tiger pop up. Tiger is like uh, he gets played like Pitbull. He, he literally got a number uh, yes. one song. That is another that great example. Pitbull, a repeat song. See that nigga everywhere. <laughs> Not, I mean, Tiger, Tiger controlled the airwaves for like yeah. what the last two summers. Well, during normally during the summer, yeah, he normally popped. Taste, up. he had all them other joints. Yeah, Use the same format, <laughs> but did it right every single time. Mm-hmm. Straight party man, but he good pay. I, I can't, I can't argue with the boy. Yeah, or man, but I think Kodak on this was was a great choice. That was a great choice. Was, I, then, I appreciated it. I did. And then Taylor Page too. That was. Oh yeah, that, that was. was a, I thought that was Rico it. nasty at first. Yeah, I thought it was Rico too. Yeah. I'm not gonna cap. It's Rico taking like taking an actress. Yeah, that was putting that was her good. on this song. That was tight. That was tight. That's like, and I mean, like, either she had the gift to where she could just get in there and do it, mm-hmm. or it took a couple shots. But either way, well, like she, she's an actress, so yeah. she. I mean, she had it. She just had to tap into it. Mm-hmm. She had it. Dog shit outside. Just, <laughs> I'm just. Uh. But What's another feature you guys liked on here? The blast was blast was cool. Blast, yeah. Um, 
I think it was Ghostface for me. I like. I really do like Ghostface, Ghostface. Killer. Even though sometimes like, I always love Ghostface because his lyrics was crazy, but sometimes his voice on stuff, I'm like, yeah. it comes off a little harsh to me. I'm like, Ugh. almost cringeworthy. But then I'm like, it's Ghostface. Let me relax. And I was like, I just I gotta re-listen to his song because I really didn't. Pro Bart. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all know Silent Hill. That's oh, yeah. who's on Silent Hill. Oh, that was that was one color. Yeah, that was. The I actually one really didn't that. care for his verse on there. It was alright, like, like it was alright, mm-hmm. but um, it was more because it's just a beat choice, and I felt like a couple other songs would have fit Kodak better. But yeah. it makes sense though. I actually like the um, the feature with Summer Walker, but. Um, like Dilo said, it wasn't necessarily pertaining to the message too much. Yeah. Uh that was like a perfect That's song for her. It's just summer. that like you know, um God, why do you why do you and do this? She um I don't know, I think she's still coming from a place of uh rebounding. Yeah, she's coming from a place of hurt. And, and I know that be, I could tell it in her music, but I'm just like, if I could get the in the the summer that did insane, and just elevate shoot, on that. Give me room. Oh my what was God. it? Room thirty four. Yeah, that too. Room thirty four. Yeah. Threw away your love letters. All that. Go ahead. Give me that. Give me that same shoot, energy. Give me riot, Summer Walker. That's oh man, when she made riot, I was, <laughs> God. Even when she made uh, Girls Need Love. Girls Need Love. Shoot, when she yeah. made Stretch You Out with yeah. uh, a boogie, a boogie with a hoodie. That's old school, too. I'm like, you just. We need to focus back, is what we saying. Yeah. <laughs> Understand like, the goal. It seemed like and she, get to it. she knew what love was. Be broke. Then she man. found. <laughs> well, y'all niggas lose y'all focus after she y'all knew but she, she knew what love was <laughs> and then she found what she thought love was and then when she realized it wasn't love like I think that she she needs to reevaluate like she needs time to reevaluate in a way yeah. the kid will will kind of give her that if she focuses on that but that's up to her that's yeah. That mother mother daughter love is gonna yeah. be different. Cause right now she's still yeah she's still in the mindset of she has a kid, but she's still in the mindset that she hasn't gotten what she wanted. Yeah, she and, just she just needs love. Yeah. It's it, it's, all it's okay. Good. She's gonna get it in abundance. I know that's for sure. Uh, but, not quite, but um, <laughs> but <laughs> another one, uh, savior too with baby king. Yeah, that one was cool. That was alright. That was alright. One of my lesser tracks, but I I did appreciate it. I just liked. It. I understand it. I like. I get it. But yeah. I was. I didn't. I didn't put it on my likes. And then um, the interlude that Baby Keem did too. That was cool. I that, did. I did like that. That was. I think my least favorite song. Y'all know what it is. Auntie Diaries. Yeah, I didn't really <laughs> care for that. I mean. Uh, I was I I like he so I said a, I understand it. And he addressed a lot in this this album. Yeah, literally, literally, he dressed a lot. Auntie Diaries is basically how the black community sees LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. You slides it under the table for your uncle and auntie, but when it gets to somebody down the street, nigga, you so fat. 
But yeah, like I said, I just I, I get it. I didn't, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, at the end of the day, so I feel it. I, I'm, like I'm it. not about to bump that around. Like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> listen to this. My auntie is a bad. No, you know, when I first heard it, it was definitely an ice yeah, splinter. I had to listen to it. Like, <laughs> what is he saying? It, it took a, it took a second. I think I initially, because um, I was watching. So the weird thing about that song is when I played it, I was playing it at the house on the release, and I remember Ty had just texted him, "Be back in an hour," <laughs> or like, "Give me an hour" or something oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, then I was listening to it, and I was also like watching some, like trying to watch some TikToks, and. I got the I got the phones mixed up because I was, I was doing it on two different yeah. two different devices, so I thought that Auntie Diaries was from one of the TikToks um, when he said my uncle or yeah my auntie, uh, my is, auntie a is a man now I was like what the hell so <laughs> I just skipped man. I think I just skipped through man. like I just said like siri <laughs> siri pl- like pause and then that's how i realized it was a uh, it was the song i was like oh all right then i had to go back and, and go listen to it but it was after i listened to it i enjoyed it just because all of the stuff that was going on and then the way he ended with mirrors mm-hmm. like that was that was genius man because it's basically like He's going through like united grief, how we grieve together, how we should grieve, what we avoid. Then he's going to K N nine or just nine N ninety five to where we're taking off. We're essentially like taking off these masks, taking off these blinders, mm. trying to see what's in front of us. And then I think Die Hard is next to where he's focusing on more of his fixation. No, Mirrors was the last song. Mirrors is the last song. Yeah. No, I'm just going down the oh, list. Okay. Down yeah. the list, yeah. But like, you know, he's going through the fixation and everything and then eventually we we get a little bit down where to savior and things like that to where he's talking about like molestation, how he dealt with it, how people didn't believe him when he spoke out about it. Mm-hmm. Um how the rap industry sees it what the rap industry uses, like how they use that as a tool sometimes, or they use sex as a tool. Yeah, tattoos, chains to cover it up. Yeah. To um to uh to fabricate the masculineness mm. and what what they think a man is. You know, if you got tattoos, chains that's masculine, basically, you know? uh, and that's yeah. in the eyes of women well, too. Ma, little Ma, um, what's his name? Little Ma, uh, young Ma. What's he talking about? Who got a tattoo? You know. Well, he's saying from a, a I'm male as an example. Yeah, but like men, you know, in the industry, a lot of them have experienced these, you know, traumatic situations. Traumatic events. Yeah, yeah, and they use you know tattoos to cover it up. Or um, there's no outlet for them because it's like when you when that's happened to you, um, you do question your masculinity. Yeah, and so you start to look at images or people 
in that in that realm. So if you in in the rap in the music industry, obviously you see like Busta Rhymes, you know everybody who's tatted up, Chains, Rick Ross. You're like, okay, that's my example of a man. So, boom, let me go throw this song and make me feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not knowing that. What is love? That ain't it. It's just resurfacing. Like, we need to look into the mirror and learn to be okay with whatever we're looking at. Like, that's that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, to addressing that person. Address that person, yeah. Speak to that person. Figure out what it is. What Firstly, you need to figure out what it is that's holding you back from loving that person. Because if you can't look into the mirror and love what you see... Mm-hmm. Then it's an even bigger problem. You gotta right. focus on what's holding you back from mm-hmm. from that love, that self love. Exactly. And then you you gotta pave your own way. Kendrick even mm-hmm. said you don't you don't need to be me. You don't need to you don't need to be your favorite rapper. You don't need to be this person. You don't need to be that person. You need yeah. to be yeah. what's in the mirror. You need to be the best that that you can be. Yeah. Whatever form that takes. Yeah. And I think that was just a cool yeah. way to wrap up the album. And then it goes back into United Grief. So if you listen to it just on repeat, you're hearing the story. But I listen to it. Um, I like listening to Kendrick's albums in reverse. Because mm-hmm. I remember when Good Kid, Mad City came Dear out. Dumb they had the like, Dear God, uh, we come to you today as the center, like the prayer. Mm-hmm. And it started in the beginning of the song. And then it was like as they travel, as you like travel through the album, like it's what happened to get to the mm-hmm. the prayer, so to speak. But then I had read something about how if you listen to it backwards and you listen to the story, it's essentially all the events. Basically, it's everything had already happened. They didn't have the time to pray and accept God. Everything was already done. Mm -hmm. So this is them backwards is them living their lives without accepting that. So without accepting God and everything that ensued. So it's basically like how them avoiding that route, avoiding God sort of led them down the wrong path. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty cool just Mm -hmm. hearing it forwards and backwards. And when he says listen to it backwards, he doesn't mean literally. No, yeah, he just, just means like from order from, from, so, from twelve just, to eleven. Of a scenario. That's why like yeah, yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> But he knew when I was you around. the the funny thing about when you listen to this album backwards and like so you start with mirrors, is basically you looking at yourself, figuring out what's wrong there, then. Is you going through breaking down piece by piece all of the yeah. issues that you see from all a, of the things that society yeah. has from an inward look to an outward look? Yeah, everything that's blinding us. And, and then, then if you listen to it right, it's from an outward look to an inward look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to United Grief, yeah. it's you mm-hmm. grieving over Fuck the yeah. past. So it's you grieving, like in a sense, letting go. Because when we grieve, we let go. Yeah. So That's united grief at when you listen to that and have united grief at the end, it's just you grieving everything as you kind of release it in a sense. And I feel like you can get that from both ways, mm-hmm. 
But if you listen to it regular, it's you going through everything and then having self-reflection. But if you listen to it reverse, it's you having self-reflection and then purifying. Mm-hmm. Like, or pure, like, basically clearing out everything else in a sense. Bless you. Yeah, so. Bless you. That, uh, man, that album was just... Ooh, it it was more of the album we needed, not the one we wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I appreciate. A, sorry, go ahead. Kenya, but I heard there's a part two. Is that true? I um, so. supposedly. So I heard the same thing. Supposedly, people were saying that. Um, after he went on Big Boy, and I think I was telling you guys about this, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he went on. Um, he went on Big Boy's neighborhood, and Big Boy basically said that. Uh, he found a, a dude that could fix fix his hard drive that had like over five hundred songs, and Kendrick said if if uh, it could get fixed, he would not only do like a live concert for Big Boy, but he would like work on releasing those, like releasing those out. And technically, I think part of like it's Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, but I think originally it was supposed to be an A and B. Mm-hmm. Mr. Morale and then the big Yeah, I heard the big steppers. So supposedly I heard that part of the big steppers portion was on that hard drive. Mm. So if I'm not mistaken. Cause that's what I heard. I heard it was supposed to be an A and B. And I was like, it makes sense because this is supposed to be last album, you're gonna give us two. So mm. <laughs> I think he's gonna give us give me two. Me. I think he might let it sit on it for maybe like month and then release the other one a good couple of months oh man another, like, like, i just if he could just don't make no more music just release what he got right now just flood us Listen. open the floods <laughs> give us, the, give us the hard part huh? six give, give us, us the hard part that would be crazy that would, that would be nuts and then yeah. we got like um we got a lot of final albums coming out supposedly on the horizon because after this, we got Gambino supposedly uh, working on dropping his last album. Yeah, he got his Grammy. Cole he maybe got one more. Cole said he got one more coming pretty soon. So it's it's a lot of like last albums. Like It's the end of an era, so to speak. Yeah, it is. And it's kind of... I mean, I'm optimistic as we, we've mentioned before on the podcast when we talked about music we're optimistic of where it's going but uh like to see who holds who's gonna hold the torch next i know my nigga smino that nigga already got a torch and he gonna he gonna do his part gonna do his due diligence you know jid i'm optimistic that jid is gonna do well um earth game duo yeah duo thing is more like Jid, Baby Keem. Oh, yeah. Baby Keem, I'm I'm still Uh, trying to find... for a couple summers, but we'll we'll see. Yeah, I think he still has the the Kendrick mentorship behind him. What he also needs to, me personally, needs to work on is his performance. I I don't know if you've ever seen him. Uh, Maybe it's just the award shows, but his performances are boring. You showed me me the live one. Uh, It was... I forgot. I want to say that it was like BET or something like that. He just that. looks awkward. He's an awkward kid. Yes, but use that. Do something with it. But you yeah. just stand there the whole time and you just look 
Cause coming nervous. from Kendrick, you looked nervous when yeah. he was with his crowd. He looked like he was turning up a little bit more, and then also during Coachella, said it looked like he was turning up a little bit more. He felt a little bit more comfortable. But I don't know if it's the peers looking at him. But when he raps like just, and I'm like, you look awkward, man. You look like Bryson Tiller. Huh? And Bryson Tiller was before him. That was terrible. <laughs> I was just like, yo, what my boy. It's and plus he was just monotone. That was also another thing. Same he with Summer say, Walker performing too. Even though he felt more comfortable on stage, he was monotone the whole time. And I'm like, you're not monotone when you rap, so I'm kinda need that when you perform as well. And maybe just a little bit more actually. That would help. It's just when I see him perform, I'm like, I don't wanna see you. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking. Yeah, it was like <laughs> you have great looking. songs to perform to, so yeah. I don't think you would turn up to those songs. And then when I'm in the like, if I go to see you and you're just, mm. you know, like I, I don't want to. It's the see same. This, it's the same way. It was like Summer Walker. Like, yeah, Summer Walker. Well, she she it sounds like you're really just rapping. That's what song. makes me think Summer Walker just shake a cheek. You guys have some dollars. Well. I mean, Summer Walker is to me a little bit different, but because I was like, she has the singing is always a little bit different. You can get away for it kind of being stiff and stuff, but with rapping, you mm-hmm. gotta be in. You gotta be like, you gotta give me something. And like, nah, he's not saying, even dancing. He's a Mary J. Blige. Turn it up, man. I feel like just two friends are rapping. Gotcha. I don't see that. I'm like, yeah. I, like Baby King's rapping to me. I feel like it's just me and Aaron. Uh, uh, rapping, to you, rapping, baby king, son. I'm cold, Get man. to moving. I know. I, I, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, the yeah. point. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't let me put firecrackers in your shoe. But you just, you just gotta. Oh. <laughs> he has to, I think he has moving. to get used to it. <laughs> oh shit! Like, Johnny Depp, your shit. <laughs> I think with Kendrick, like, cause if Kendrick's not rapping, Kendrick might just mentor him. The rest of the time. He should, especially in performing, because when he performed, he would get into it. And I need Baby Kim to get into it. Throw throw a shoulder in there. Kendrick Kendrick puts on a show. Like, Kendrick's shows have meanings, too. Like, halftime show. Oh, J. Cole, too. Even though that's not his mentor, but, like, he puts on great performances. I mean, if we're talking about, like, mentees, like, if we're taking... Baby Keem as Kendrick's mentee, and then Jid as J. Cole's mentee. Jid is light years ahead, and well, Baby Keem has a lot of catch up. Jid get hype. Jid, no matter where he is, he'll do a show that rocks the place. Earth Gang too, except Santa Cruz. I'm not going to lie. That one <laughs> Santa Cruz show, that was a little awkward. But uh, besides that, man, they look like they be killing it. But I'm just, I want to see who's next. I did it again mm-hmm. and did it again. Yeah. But all I know, what you going to say, Doug? No, I was like, just like, it, it's, it's so boring. Mm. So I did it again. I did it again. Get the fuck out of here. He man. did a Range Brothers just, song? Yeah, he did, he, did it, uh, he did it at Coachella. Kendrick was with him? Mm-hmm. Smoking on that chunk fight tonight. That's crazy to have Kendrick on stage going crazy and you just... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when he came out, you just it, just see the difference. You see, even though yes, yeah. experience, but you just see it. It's here. It's here. What? Chainsaw Man trailer. Ah. Oh, okay. But um, y'all, uh, any closing remarks? No, but we gonna watch this real quick. Yeah. Um. Well, we closing out, y'all. We appreciate mm-hmm. y'all for listening. 
Bless y'all. Uh, morning, y'all morning, whenever if you haven't listened to the Kendrick album, please do that. Yes. It's definitely a um a vibe. Mm-hmm. And y'all have a good night and peace. Peace.